creation through bomb and form the greatest to ever do it like kareem in the form or dame at the buzzer skip at the rucker 96 bulls the goat there's no other Bulls and ghosts get some wins, but never cover the word gay to answer the sin. No Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Plays, or welcome for the first time, I guess. <laughs> I am your host, Davion. I was going by Davion underscore OW on all my social medias. Um, you can catch me everywhere there. Uh, links are down below. You also can catch me on the Behind the Plays Twitter, Instagram, and all that fun stuff. Links are also down below for that. And I know what you think, Davion, you're here by yourself. What's going on? What's happening? I don't think I proper, I got to give a proper me moment and um i wanted to kind of do that today um, but before we get started today i would really appreciate if you leave a like subscribe if you're new uh if you're coming over from tiktok which i will be hopefully striving more for and hopefully this this part of this goes up please leave a follow all that fun stuff i would i really appreciate it and i i genuinely want to get my name out there and and i want to introduce myself a little bit my name is davion you know i'm a 25 year old um uh, i work 40 hours a week um and sports are my passion uh, as you can see i'm wearing a very very hefty Philadelphia Eagles jersey right now repping Jalen Hurts. I, I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan and you've seen a lot of football from me, but I also love the game of basketball. Basketball is actually my first passion. Uh, it's been always been my passion and that that's a sport that I, I know way too much about. Um, and the reason the reason I'm kind of give you guys an intro about myself is uh, as a Dallas Mavericks fan, I want to preface that before I even say anything. I think uh, we've won one championship my whole life uh, in general period. So I, I don't know. I'm used to that type of situation, but I, I've I've learned that through sports, you have to love what you see because your team may not always be in the finals. Mine seems only made it twice, but you kind of respect the talent that goes through it. Um, you've seen like people like Kawhi, LeBron, um, Curry, Clay, the, the emergence of Iguodala, Tim Duncan, Kobe, uh, freaking Dwight Howard when he was on the Magic, JJ Redick, that team was just fun. The, the talent that comes through that you don't even think of because you're not really cheering for them. You're just admiring the game of basketball. And that's something I want to bring love to and I want to talk about more because I love the game of basketball. One of my passions and one of the reasons I created the podcast was I want to work in sports and uh, for the rest of my life. It's something I want to do as a career. Uh, I want to be in the booth. I want to be a commentator, whatever it is. I commentate over on my Twitch channel, which is also linked down in the link tree below. Uh, all the Philadelphia Eagles games this year. If you guys see any of those VODs, go, feel free to look at it. I did it all the, uh, a bunch of the playoff games last year for the Dallas Mavericks. I think I did every single one of them if I could, uh, which was a blast. Again. Go check those out. It was it was a lot of fun to do, and we had a lot of good people sitting in the in the in the chat. So I, I'm hopeful to do more of that this year when the, for the Mavericks playoff run. Um, and the Eagles did I did the playoff run. We're in the Super Bowl, man. Um, so I'm really excited about that, and it's it's passion of mine. Or I want to coach. I I've always wanted. I don't ever want to coach at a professional level unless the opportunity arises when I'm like 50. <laughs> But um, I've always wanted to coach a high school team to a championship or even a college, minor college team. I don't need to go D1. I don't do any of that. I've always been a passion of mine, though. I love basketball. I love the game of basketball. I understand the game of basketball X and O's and, and the deep roots and history of basketball. And I, I love it. And it's been a passion of mine. So I think something I want to do is take this podcast and see where it goes and see where it could take me. And where can I, where can my, my passion take me in regards to doing that? What I'm going to start doing and something you guys will see is Davion is going to start recording more passionate stuff, talking about daily news, basketball stuff, right? We're just going to talk ball. Okay. I'm going to upload this, try to upload this three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You're going to see me Monday, Wednesday, Friday for this, um, t this week, you're going to see me Thursday or Friday. There's a trade deadline. I obviously can't miss that, but 
Uh, I was going to upload this on Wednesday and I do apologize for not uploading this on Wednesday. I did. I did have some situations go down on Tuesday, but I will be consistent Monday, Wednesday, Friday uploads. You're going to see hopefully me streaming Monday, Wednesday, Fridays as well. Uh, and Saturdays every once in a while, depending on the situation where you guys will see me live on my Twitch channel, which is linked down below. It's not a behind the place Twitch. It is my personal twitch.tv slash Davion underscore OW. Where you'll see me play games on there. Um, and also I just want to, uh, I'll be recording like Sunday nights. Mm tuesdays thursdays and getting those videos ready for the for the next day to be scheduled and uploaded at around probably like 4 p.m central standard time is about the times i like i think i'm gonna enjoy uploading these and i'm personally really excited i'm, I'm really hopeful that we can get some a good community going and I, I love i love the game of basketball and i hope i hope i can get attracts me guys so without further ado, i want to get started with the episodes I, I told you a little bit about me and i'm a dallas mavericks fan um we've seen something crazy happen today um, and I think something I want to do is start recording. Um, I might record this off screen as well, but I'll, I'll, I'll type in some stuff here. The uh, Kyrie Irving trade was done. Uh, you'll see it on the, uh, probably see it on the edits. We have some great behind the plays graphics, which is courtesy of the MyDesu, whose link is also down in the description below. Uh, we saw a great Kyrie Irving trade go down in Dallas this week. Dallas did need to get Lucas some help. We needed a co-star, and I think that Kyrie Irving is a great fit. Um, he is someone that could create his own shot. He's a great ball handler and he could play off ball phenomenally well as we saw in Cleveland with LeBron and in New York, New York. <laughs> it is New York, but Brooklyn with uh, with KD and James Harden. Um, Kyrie Irving was traded with Markeith Morris, which is a very underrated pickup um, to the Dallas Mavericks for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, a first round pick in 2029 and two second round picks. And I think that was a, um, the full trade details will be somewhere on the screen. You'll probably see my face go into a corner or to the side and you'll see the details somewhere. Um, and I think it's a phenomenal trade. I think the Mavericks lost little to nothing in this deal uh, and gained a lot, but there is a risk of losing a lot. Kyrie could not resign. Christian Wood could not resign. We could still move people. It's Wednesday. I'm recording this on Wednesday, the day before the deadline. Some crazy stuff is going down uh, in the league and we have no clue exactly what uh, is going to happen. So we're just kind of waiting and seeing what's going to happen with this team. They're debuting tonight, which is late game. We play at 9 p.m. I'm recording this at 6.30 my time. So it's two and a half hours before game time before we see Kyrie Irving officially rocking the number two Dallas Mavericks jersey. Uh, and I'm very excited to see so. No Luke on the floor tonight, but who knows? Um, and maybe I'll show a final score, some, some Kyrie stats or something on the screen to show you guys what kind of what I was talking about. But I, I think it's a good trade. And I think you gain a very good role player, Markeith Morris, a dog who will fight for Luca, fight for Kyrie, fight for anybody on his team. Uh, and is a consistent shooter, um, consistent post player, and is very good role player. Um, and I, I think is a great addition. Kyrie Irving, of course, brings everything to the table that we ex expect from uh, the from that standpoint. I think it's a great trade. Um, very well done. Uh, but on the net side, I think it still is a good trade. Kyrie wanted out. Contracts extensions weren't going anywhere. So let's get something out of it. Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith is a great role player. He's a great 3 and D guy. I, I mean, he got an extension with the Mavericks for a reason. He was phenomenal with them. And in that conference championship run, and Spencer Dinwiddie, the same boat. He worked himself into a potentially new contract, averaging a lot. With the absence of Jalen Brunson uh, in, this, in this season, he's been phenomenal for the Mavericks. And in the absence of Luka Doncic in the playoffs last year, he and Brunson single-handedly murdered, I think, murdered the Jazz team. They had a great time with those players. Uh, helped out, obviously, role players in Dorian and Maxi and all those guys are play, played phenomenal, but the Jazz were dismantled and 
by the by the by the Mavericks, and with good reason. The half the series there was no Luca. I think it's going to fit well for both teams. I think the Nets are still contending in this sense. I think Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, I think the biggest deal with them is how does Ben Simmons actually fit into the roster now? Ben Simmons has been kind of a question mark for a long time, but Spencer Dinwiddie could play off ball, I think, uh, very extremely well because he's been playing with Luka. Uh, ben Simmons needs to be more aggressive, though. We've seen how Ben, when Ben Simmons is aggressive, he's good. But can he be that aggression that he's once had when he was with Philly? And I, I think that's what we're missing with Ben Simmons is just the aggression and, and that standpoint. Uh, those injuries are unfortunate for him, but that's that. And then uh, you're having I mean, the emergence of Cam Thomas is playing out of his mind. Uh, he's what back to back to back 40 point games. He's playing out of his mind. Um, great, great player. Uh, we'll see how it goes and see how well of a run this is. We we're seeing like a Lin Sanity esque run. But we don't know when that clock is going to strike midnight. So I'm hoping that he stays consistent for a very long period of time. Uh, I love it. Uh, Kevin Durant, obviously, is Kevin Durant. We'll see how well he does. They've been talking about trading him. Uh, we'll talk more about trades. Uh, it'll be trade galore on Friday. I'm going to go through every single trade, and we're going to talk about it and how I see the team fits. Uh, and I'm also going to give you guys some trade suggestions I want to see from the Dallas Mavericks. And there's only one I really want to see from now, uh, right now that would make sense. Um, but I think that's good. That's 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 it for the Kyrie trade. I'm excited to see Kyrie. You know why they did it. Uh, I think it's a low risk, uh, high reward trade. Either you win a championship this year because you went out and got a second star, or you don't wait, win a championship. You lose Kyrie in the off season. Now you have 30 million cap space because you don't you no longer have to pay Dorian Finney Smith next year. You no longer have to pay Spencer Dinwiddie next year. Those are good. Those are some okay contracts to get off of in that sense. Next, I do want to talk about more trade rumors. Um, we saw the Lakers, Timberwolves, and the Lakers, T-Wolves, and the Jazz are in a three-team trade. Everything is pretty much locked in, but the Timberwolves are being a little hesitant. Hello, this is future Davion. I kid you not, like 30 minutes after recording the video that initially was recorded for this video. In this trade, of course, that the, all this stuff happens that I say happens, uh, basically to a T with a couple extra things here and there. Uh, I'm going to throw the Woj bomb on screen. We're going to talk more about that trade on Friday uh, with the trade deadline deals and where I see each team and how I feel like they're going to contend. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. D'Angelo Russell would be heading to the LA Lakers. You would see the uh, the Lakers trade Russell Westbrook over to the Utah Jazz, and then you would see the Utah Jazz give up Mike Conley to the Minnesota Timberwolves, which would be a great pickup for all three teams. All of them. Every one of them gets a great player out of this. D'Lo to the, the Lakers is exactly what they need to get back in their groove. They are on the outside looking in, and I think they could pass up some of those, that, those eight Seven to eight teams right there. Those seven to ten, I think they could swat their way to the play-in, potentially make a playoff seed and play one of the one seeds or the two seeds. And I'd never count out LeBron James in anything. I know it's, it hasn't looked great, um, but I never count out LeBron James in anything because he is one of the one of, if not the greatest player to ever play the game of basketball, and he's one of the better players of our generation. Uh, actually, the best player of our my generation. So uh, I'm I'm not I'm not questioning that statement. You guys can pick and choose who you think are the goats, but I think him is he's the greatest player to ever play uh, play our generation of basketball. The, the, the Timberwolves are slacking. Uh, they built a super team and had a big deal in Rudy Gobert. They're trying to get some picks back. They're trying to recuperate. So I understand why they're being a little hesitant by giving up D'Lo. They gave up a lot for Rudy Gobert this offseason, and it has not panned out very well for them. Uh, Gobert, Ant, Car, Cat, D'Lo, not, not really going how, shaping up how it was supposed to. And I think that that's, that's kind of it there. And then the Jazz are, I believe they're getting a pick out of this. Uh, and they're giving up Mike Conley to the Timberwolves. I think Conley's a great fit for the Timberwolves. Uh, I think that works really well for them uh, in this scenario. Even if D'Lo isn't there, uh, I feel like it's a very similar player and a better defensive player. Uh, they're a very defensive-minded team. Uh, and they win on that end. And I think they win on fast breaks with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns being the young spry guys that they are. I think that would work really well for them. 
Um, Conley will help you get on more breaks, and he's a very good decision maker. He's not very turnover friendly. Uh, he, he doesn't turn the ball over. I want to do. I definitely want to look up Mike Conley's statistics this year real quick. Just talk about it because he, he doesn't really turn the ball over. Last game against the Mavericks, February 6th, uh, they did lose that game, but 10 points, 11 assists, 20 points the game before that, 19 the game before that. Uh, eight assists consistently, 11, 10, like he's a very solid player. This season he's averaging 10.7 points per game. Not so great on the shooting side. He's taking a step back, but he's averaging two more assists than he did last year with a steal. Um, and I think that that benefits a lot for him. The thing, biggest thing I really like looking at is how well, how much does he turn the ball over? And the big thing is, is he's been the same guy all most of his career. Uh, he's at his lo second lowest turnover rate at 1.7 uh, for the second straight year. And I his last lowest, his last time he was lower than that was 1.5 when he was with Memphis in 2018. So I, I think that's, that's phenomenal for him. I think, uh, that's a great pickup. Uh, I think not turning the ball over is kind of what they need uh, over there in Minnesota because that's what's going to win you fo uh, football, basketball games. Uh, I'm sorry. I just got done recording the football podcast that goes up on Saturday with Eric. Um, so I think that's, that's going to be interesting. And then the Jazz are rebuilding. They're giving up Conley, which is a contract. Russell Westbrook is an expiring contract. Uh, and that's kind of how that is, right? So you have you you see a lot of talent leaving in Mike Conley, potentially Malik Beasley, potentially Jared Vanderbilt, who they both wanted to move off of, might be going to the Lakers in this deal as well. The trade doesn't seem finalized. But Russell Westbrook going means they're going to open up a lot of cap space. You've seen the emergence of Lori Markinen. You've seen a lot of good young players from this team. Let's take a look at their roster real, real quick and talk about how They've been playing extremely well. Laurie Markin and Jordan Clarkson's phenomenal. Colin Sexton played good. Walker Kessler's looked amazing. Um, Ochi Agab, uh, Agab, oh my gosh, I can never say this guy's name. Ochi Agabji, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker has been playing great. Like those types of guys, uh, they're looking good, right? And now you're looking at rebuilding and getting a lot of cap space next year because you're getting off of a big deal in Russell Westbrook. You're getting off of the big contract that is uh, Mike Conley, who's making 22 million, the most on the team, and you're getting off of that. You're moving off of the 15 million you owe Malik Beasley. The next highest at this point is going to be Colin Sexton at 16.5, which he's a young guy. He's 23. Pair him with Laurie Markin, who's 25, and Walker Kessler, who's 21. And that team's going to be fun. They're going to be really fun these next couple of next couple of years. So we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, I wish you guys to see some of the cool things that uh, come out of this. And I, I think the Jazz are making the right move by giving up Mike Conley and, and Malik Beasley and uh, Jared Vanderbilt. They don't want Vanderbilt. They want to move off of them. Get those contracts out of there. Lakers are winning now. I think Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, and... D'Lo are win now moves. Uh, see if they can make some use out of Anthony Davis and D, uh, this team that they, LeBron James, that they've 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 assembled uh, for at least a couple, one one or two, potentially two more seasons. D'Lo is an expiring deal as well, so it's the same situation. I just think it's an upgrade from Russell Westbrook, and you don't have to start Pat Bev anymore. The only other thing I have to say here is the uh, LeBron James. I mean, we, sp we spoke about it. How can I not have a podcast the day after it happens without talking about the legend LeBron James? Number one in scoring, had a 38-point outing last night, and I watched the game up until he broke the record, and it was just energy. Uh, I loved it. I know they lost by three to OKC. But I think that's uh, more so saying on what happened when LeBron was off the court than what was happening when he was on the court. Because team was electric when he was on the court, chopping that lead. And when he come off, it's like step off the court. You've seen that, uh, the, the, the RDC world, like step off the court, down by 30. That was kind of, that's exactly what was happening with LeBron James leaving the court. Anthony Davis didn't look very good. Russell Wilson did, Russell Wilson, I keep saying Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook didn't look very good. And, and it's just frustrating to see that those types of players that you get a lot of output from 
we're just not giving it to you that night. And that's okay, right? You, you have your off nights. But that's why Russell Westbrook's being traded. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see um, this. But LeBron James, I again, the greatest player to ever play from uh, ever in our generation. He's, he's the greatest. And I, if wherever you want to chalk it up with one, two, or three, I will not argue this. You put him anywhere in that those top three, Kareem and Michael Jordan, the only two I could ever see you putting above him. I personally, and I will say this wholeheartedly, think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player to ever play the game of basketball up until this point. Where you're going, we're going to be talking 20 years later, and I'm going to be talking about with these my kids about how they think Luke is better or they think uh, Lamelo Ball is better, and I'm going to be like. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about back in my day, and I, I get it, I understand. But I, I, it's you guys. You guys say what you will. I think it's LeBron, Jordan, Cream. You go, you go after that, and then like Kobe. So you, 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 you take that information how you will. I'm going off of that note. Wilt's probably five, and I, I, I love seeing that. Um, but LeBron James, I mean, dude, that's just a record that's it's gonna be hard to break, and you can even see him go for forty k at this point. You, the first player ever to break thirty nine thousand. No one's ever done it. He can do that. Like uh, all-time scoring leaders, right? LeBron is now number one in all-time scoring. He is sitting at 38,390 points. The man is seven, 610 points away. 610 points away from from 39,000. Can we talk about how that's... Um, do you want to talk about the uh, option that he could have? I'm pulling up a calculator. The option that he could have that many points, right? Let's say I mean, he's been dropping like 30 a game, 20 a game. How many games are left in the season? 30, 30, they played 55 games. They got 27 games left. Plays all of them. He can do it. Just saying. I don't even need to drop 30 every game. <laughs> so, in uh, worst case scenario, I think he has one more year left in him. Worst case scenario. And I think I think 1,610 uh, 1, points is not far-fetched. I think he'll drop 40 and get out of there. And, you know, on 50% shooting is is just, it's just, it's just absurd. Um, what, my, what, what this man has absolutely been able to do. I think LeBron James is, again, the greatest to ever play the game of basketball. And I, I hope, I, I mean, I pray <laughs> that we can see another guy like his generation. And to, and to top it all off, he's 10,000 assists. I believe he's fifth all time in assists. It's just, I mean, he's not catching Stockton, but being he's fourth now. He just passed Steve Nash uh, a couple of games ago. Uh, he may not pass Chris Paul um, or Jason Kidd, but top fourth all time in assists, man. It's just. Ah, man, being being LeBron James is just absolute one of I mean, 32nd on the list in rebounds like that's just accolade after accolade after accolade after accolade. It's just how do you like LeBron didn't break any all time records and blocks or steals, but I just don't understand how you don't appreciate the greatness that is LeBron James. Um, so congratulations, King James. Um, I hope I hope you continue to shatter shatter everyone's beliefs like you always do. Uh, but that's it for me. I know it's a very short podcast. We're only going to try to record these. If I'm by myself, if I ever invite anybody on for basketball stuff, um, we'll talk segments just like this and go through them. And you'll see some editing uh, here and there. And I'm going to do my best to be better at editing. And I suck at editing, so I'm going to do my best to be better at it. Uh, but thank you guys so much for watching today. If you guys did enjoy, again, leave a like, subscribe if you're new, and ring the bell or leave a like and follow wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We're everywhere. So look, look for me on Spotify, Apple, Apple whatever your favorite places to listen to we're there thank you guys so much i really appreciate you guys and i hope you guys like my story and um i want i I hope you guys get to enjoy a journey with me where i actually get to work hard and i somehow make my dream a reality i would love that but thank you guys so much for hanging out i hope you guys enjoy
catch you guys on the next next time on behind the plays you will see me today this is thursday's episode you guys see me tomorrow with a special trade deadline episode where i'll go through everything and kind of see um i'll talk about everything that happened and we'll go from there um and saturday you will see behind the plays football edition uh we talk about the super bowl we talked about the pro bowl we talked about the nfc championship games with eric of course uh it's just like we always do and uh we're my one of my bigger goals in the future is to look into talking more about women's sports i think that's something i i very much respect and i think deserves a lot more attention i have a i have a cousin who's probably going to play college basketball uh but probably uh, i mean at this point it's 100 guaranteed she has too many offers um and I, I could see her playing at D1 school in, in after after a couple of seasons. Um, and I, I think more light should be shed on her um, shed on her game. Uh, she's very talented. She's one of the better ones I've ever seen play the game. But, but she, she's a great one to play the game basketball. I think she deserves a little more recognition because um, she, she works a lot. She works very hard at what she does uh, for what she what she's accomplished, too. So I, I, I really do hope that it is it, it goes well for her um, last, but certainly not least. Um, we'll probably have, and with, with that being said, I guess that the girls, uh, we, we're going to have gymnastics again. Uh, I think we're going to bring Dreen on the pod again. Uh, it was a very good time. I love talking about women's gymnastics. Suni Lee is just phenomenal. Leanne went, Leanne is just phenomenal. Wong, uh, Florida, uh, Trinity Thomas, Florida is just insane talent. Um, Haley Bryant from LSU, just insane talent. And then I, I also want to talk about WNBA free agency, which I'll talk about in the trade deadline podcast. I mean, I'm an ACES fan. I'm from Vegas. Aja Wilson, they're under scrutiny though. They had uh, some potential fans at the table, might be losing some draft picks in the near future. But uh, Aja Wilson, they just got Candace Parker over from Chicago, which is where I currently reside, and it's just it's just insanity, man. So I'd love to see it. I- I'm very excited for the future of both basketball, both sports, and my favorite teams. I have a Super Bowl, I have a potential NBA championship contender, and I mean the WNBA champion just won. So really excited to see all that, and I'm excited for the future of sports. I'm very excited to be happy and try to try to make something out of that. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. Again, I really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed. And again, wherever you wherever wherever you listen to, we're at. Hit that follow, subscribe if you're new on YouTube. We'll catch you guys next time in the next podcast. This is Davion from Behind the Plays, and I'm signing off. Have a good one. Peace out.